Hello everyone and welcome to the One Point Safety Show with Scouse Andy and Scott. This is a Washington Commanders and NFL podcast with a twist. We'll give you weekly updates on the trials and tribulations of the Commanders and have special guests along the way. Anyway, that's enough ramble for now. On with the pod. Hello everyone and welcome back to the One Point Safety Show. We are delighted as ever to have yet another guest on. That's three weeks in a row now. Um, we've been joined by my co-host Scouse Andy. How are you Scouse? You alright mate? Yeah, not too bad. You know, the usual shit. How about you? Yeah, alright. Work's been really, really busy today. Someone got run over by a car in a car park. So uh, nice. yeah, health and Mr Health and Safety had to go out and, uh, and sort that out. Luckily <laughs> she's okay, so no issues that way. But we're also delighted to be joined by massive Washington Commanders fan from Wales, Alid. Um, Alid joined us on the first game of the season uh, in Washington against the Jacksonville Jaguars. He eventually got there. I'm sure he'll be happy to uh, to tell you the story all, ab- all about that. Um, but yeah, how are you, Alid? Thanks for joining us on the show. Yeah, I'm great. Thanks, lads. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh Thoroughly enjoy uh, the podcast every week, so glad to be making an appearance. Nice, great, just Good to get people's man. story, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean, and understand what us British Commanders fans are like, uh, Redskins fans, Washington football team fans, whatever you want to call yourself, we're all in that community together. We'll start us off then, I think, uh, Scouse, as always, with a little bit of news that we've got going on at the moment. Um, Ron Rivera was at Radio Row at the Super Bowl this week in the pre-Super Bowl chat that's been going on. I'm sure you've seen some of the interviews on uh, social media where he was asked, um, Michael Phillips, actually, of the uh, Richmond Times-Dispatch had a really good article. Um, if you want to go back and look, link, I'll link that in our pod when we put it on. Uh, he was asked about um, the offensive coordinator. Ron mentioned and he said that it's likely to have a decision next week for an offensive coordinator coming into the building. Um, he also was asked about the Martin Mayhew interview that they did wrapping up the season when they were talking about um, being a defense first, uh, sorry, run first team, uh, running two for one uh, instead of uh, in passing. Uh, and he mentioned that that was uh, a bit of a miscommunication or it was maybe didn't come across as well. And that actually they are looking to have a fast paced offense and rely on play action. Um, what's your thoughts on that, Scouse? What do you think of Ron's comments there then? Well, I just think he just needs. He needs to give us a clear message. I think this is the problem with Ron. For all the good things he does about you know the character building and the and the all the all the, all the things about the team, you know, kind of uh, you know, should we look form look culture and all that type of thing. He does give us mixed messages, man. He really does. Sometimes, so, so, like like that one's what just one example of it. Other days, if you say something, then all of a sudden you backtrack and say something else. At the quarterback controversy a while back. Why, why was this guy the quarterback? Well, explain yourself, Bob, because people start to go on fucking tangents. Do you know what I mean? And that's the problem with, with this again. You know, okay, okay. Well, technically, it wasn't him who said the two to one ratio, really. It was Martin, wasn't it? But yeah. still, he's got to correct them there and then say, no, 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 we don't want that. We want a little, you know I mean, a little bit more, maybe a 60 40 or whatever it is. Be a bit more kind of like, you know, just tell us straight. You know what I mean? Don't try and, bla- don't try and blag us. And then, Three weeks later or a month later to tell us something completely different. We don't we don't we don't forget easily. Do you know what I mean? So you know we just need to be you just need to tell us straight. Yeah, I, I, t- 
I tend to agree with that. I mean, you can look at it as well. The example you brought up when he was mentioning quarterback, it was only a few weeks before that, I think, when we were playing away in Chicago, that he flipped out at the media. You know, I'm the effing guy who looked at the analytics. I'm the effing guy who made the trade. You can't have it both ways. And obviously, the way the DC media, we all know how that works. We know what gets put out, what gets sensationalised, what goes on the internet. It's a really difficult one. I think Rom... Um, we've spoke about it before. I think Ron's in a bit of a lame duck year. I think this will, this may be, he's got two years on his contract, but I think this may be his last year. If obviously we make another step, he brings in a really good offensive coordinator and we have winning football. Who knows what a new owner may do? But most likely, I think a new owner comes in and wants to clean house, to be honest. Um, right man for the right time. Not going to give it, I've got to give him his due. The culture did did need changing. It wasn't damn good as Bruce Allen said, um, we have to make sure that, um, you know, he came in and did a job. Um, I wouldn't still mind him being in and around the building if he wants to stay in and around the building, you know, maybe pushing up spadares into a sort to be of... Fair, he's, he, he's a California guy. So let's yeah, face it, he's not going to be, he's not going to be sticking around here if he's not, if he's not head coach or actual real GM, which to be fair, he hasn't been shown good enough to be a, a, the true GM. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd say I love one. I've got loads of respect for one as a man, yeah. but some of his, uh, some of his decisions and some of his messages he brings out to the media is just shite. You know what I mean? Like this, you can't believe it. You got to take it with a pinch of salt every time he says something, which isn't good, really. If if that's your head coach giving you that type of message, and what's he like with the players? Is he the same, or is he actually completely different with us compared to them? We don't know because you don't know him well, but. I agree. I agree completely with you there, Scouse. Any thoughts on that, Ali? Do you think Ron's still the right man for the job at the at the, at the time where we are now? Yeah, you know, he, he came in um, to a, a difficult franchise. You know, uh, they wanted him to sort of um, put a bit of pride back in, in into the team. You know, a lot of the players have got his respect, you know, um, and it's great to see things on social media years ago you wouldn't have seen any of that you know the relationship how the head coach and the players talk to each other um but like like what you said scott maybe you know going upstairs and maybe sort of helping out the franchise in that way but i think when stan is gone and a new owner comes in and there's a clean slate i think maybe ron's job is done after that you know yeah, I think it's then on to somebody else, isn't it? Someone else's problem, if you like, then. Um, one thing I do totally agree with you there, and we've all said it, um, as, as Scouse just said as well, you know, total respect for the guy. The the locker room, you know, leaks haven't happened. The shit that's gone on off the field is not at his door. It's clearly at one man's door, and we know whose door that's at, and we'll discuss him in a minute. Um, and all the other stuff is just sensationalised rubbish, which you shouldn't really be paying attention to anyway, you know. Um, there's always media guys out there and I'm not going to blame just the media guys but beat reporters need to get clicks as well you know what I mean they need to get people reading newspapers they need to get people looking at articles print media is completely dead um, well, everybody, so... everybody everybody knows who the who the real deal beat well, reporters are. are I knew I knew the the ones who are just trying to cause some shit like you know so yeah you know I looked at um there was something out from um Brian Mitchell again today and I just I just caught the end of it and he was gobbing off again saying well why you know oh you got you had the guy at quarterback who's carried you for two years and you you, you couldn't wait to bench him I mean come on we don't need this right now when we're moving into a brand new season into a new off season there's hope within the fan base there's hope within the franchise 
this is this for me right now in this off season. I know we haven't got a great amount to talk about, but we'll get there. But for me, this is the most hopeful I've been in a long, long time. You know, I haven't, as uh, we'll find out Alid's story in a minute, but I know you're the same Scouse. Burroughs is exactly the same. We've never seen winning football. So, it, you know, this isn't, we've got an opportunity here to do something and do something special. And I think that the fans are trying to buy into it now and we'll go from there. Well, um, some fans, I mean, as you know, Twitter's a, a cesspool, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, really? of course it is. Yeah, don't you know, get tied up in Twitter. You know, Just they're, scroll they're, up. they're the extremes, aren't they? They're the extremes. It's either people who absolutely love the club and will fall on their own sword supporting the team. And then there's other people who just can't wait to bash it no matter what it is. Even if it's totally unrealistic as well. I like could blame it on some guy, like you could blame it on Ron for something that Dan did or, you know what I mean? Stuff like that. You're just trying to cause a bit of shit. That's what you get. You get the, the true polar opposites. Which is quite, yeah, I yeah. completely agree with you there. Other bit of news that came up was obviously Dan Snyder and Tanya Snyder sold uh, or their house is up for sale for, I've put it as 50 million, it's 49 million it's on the market for. So if you've got a spare bit of pocket change and you fancy living in a swanky home in DC, there's a guy who's selling uh, quite a nice home. Um, I have had actually had a good look at the photos to be fair, and it's not a bad pad. I'll I'll give it its due. Uh, But that's, you know, that for me cements the the rumours that he's not going to, most likely hang about at all and it's going to be a full sale of of the franchise i do think that is exactly where we're heading we've also seen media reports saying that the sale will take place uh a minimum of three weeks past the super bowl if not past the um owners meeting in march so this may drag on a little bit longer than we think it is i hope it doesn't drag on that long because that obviously has knock-on effects with what free agents were signing, who's signing checks, who's, you know, you know what I mean, who's paying Doron Payne, where the money's coming from signing bonuses, because an outgoing owner is not going to want to sign them signing bonuses and pay the checks out of his own back pocket, because that's how financially it works within the NFL. It doesn't come off the cap. It comes off the uh, all signing bonuses come out of the owner's pockets. So that's going to be quite an interesting um you know, development. And I think Ron also is, that's probably why he's talking to people and saying, look, Sam Howell is our guy. We've got to give him the the respect he deserves and make him quarterback one moving forward. But it looks like it's going to be a bit of a cheap off season this. Um, And I don't think we're going to see massive changes in areas that we need apart from maybe offensive line. And I think a lot of it will be done through the draft. Um, you got any thoughts on any of that, Alid, at all? Well, obviously Look at the season we just had. I know it was a bit of a damp squib at the end, but maybe next season we could just edge over to a playoff, maybe, but we're not going to have, you know, wholesale changes. We're not going to be sort of a massive winning record next season, Uh, but I hope it's not going to be a lame duck season. It's going to maybe have the excitement of the, the season we had up until the last couple of games. I don't know what you're talking about, bro. We're going 17 and 0. You know what I mean? <laughs> have you seen our schedule? Have you seen I our schedule? Been. I have seen our schedule. We are taking on the creme de la creme quarterbacks. I don't I just know. Like the year before last. Worse. We're going to so get this smoked. Is, this is the strange thing, Scouts. And and I'll I look at this, and we're supposed to have a fourth place schedule. So you're supposed to have the low, the low. Yeah, it's awful. Playing the Bills, we're playing Miami, we're playing. Green, I think we could, could, could Green name, Bay again. Name the top probably eight quarterbacks in the league. And, and we're playing, playing all of them. Mm, so, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's not great. 
it's not great. No, no, uh, it's not. You know, I think we've got Pat Mahomes again as well. So, yeah. you know, it's just the time to destroy us again, like he always does. You know, that this is the thing you see. It's like this year was the year for for a schedule where we could go, you know what, we could actually make something happen. We could we could we could go deep, we could go far. We've got good we've got good players, we've you know, we've um We've got, we've got everything in the right place, everywhere we should be going. We're on the upward trajectory. Great, great schedule. And and you look at the schedule, besides two games, it was home, away, home, away, home, away, all the way through the full season. There's only one bit where there was, we had two away games and once, and then, then two home games back to back. I mean, it was set up perfectly for us. Do you know what I mean? And what do we do? Go and shit the bed against uh, the Giants twice, Cleveland. Like, And then, then all of a sudden, when, the, when it doesn't matter, we decided to show up and give give Dallas a hiding. I know it's crazy, isn't it? It really is. You know I mean? like, it, it, it's just ridiculous. Like it's a mentality, <laughs> man. It's mentality. I can still I can still see your seething from that. You're still seething from that Browns game. You still are. It's still it still hurts deep. That one, Scouse, doesn't it? I can see it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, if you didn't go back as far back as the Titans game, yeah, how, how painful it is to be a, a, a Washington fan. Right, oh, what were we on the two yard line? Mm-hmm. And we thought we couldn't run the ball. Of course, you could run the ball. If you get stopped, you can spike it next. Do you know what I mean? No, Scott, Super Scott Turner decides to <laughs> fuck it up again. You know what I mean? And he get an event a car, he gets picked in the third on the third down, and that's the end of the game. I say, like, well, I think every time you mention his name, start, now I'm going to get a start. I'm going to get a swear jar, and every time you mention his name, I'm going to put we're going to put a pound in it, and you're going to have to buy. No, the I'll be loads. No, yeah, you yeah. buying the rounds with it? You buy yeah. one. You, you can put the All pound right. in. All right, mate, we'll do that. Then. Even going back to the, the first game of the season that we went to against the Jags, I don't yeah. think we won it. I think the Jags lost it, didn't they? You two know, drop they, passes. Yeah, two drop passes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Yeah. And that, this is easy, but we thought we had an explosive offense because we watched it. We were there the first game thinking, happy days. Look at this offense. We're putting up 30 points. You know, it's just going to be, this is going to be great. You know, we're going we're to smoke teams. Look at the team we've got. Look at Wentz throwing 50 yard bombs. That only lasted that one game, and then half a game against uh, Detroit in the second half, when we're already yeah. getting smoked by twenty-eight. You know, so yeah, it's 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 fucking it's, it's soul destroying sometimes, isn't it? Being a, being it a, is, a, and I mean, Mike was right in what he was saying last week. And shout out to Mike again for being on the pod with us last week. Uh, he was right in what he was saying last week. We won eight games, we tied a game, and we lost eight, but we were close to getting easily ten wins. And we've just mentioned it there. New York at a tie. New York um, at home blew that. You know, a a, a phantom PI call that was never there. You know, Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be relying on that. But we had opportunities to win that. That was a game that we, you know, we actually genuinely lost. And then you think to yourself, the Browns, there's another game. The Titans, there's four we can name straight off the top. Minnesota. Five straight off the top of my head that I can yeah. think of that we so how, should so how have many won. games is that if we won those games where are we then we're what thirteen yeah we're winning the, we're thirteen almost winning wins the, mate yeah we beat Dallas we do we win the division well, you know what I mean it's a different story well, Eagles isn't it? Eagles are still smoking never won yeah but I think did they not finish were they were they sixteen and one what were they sixteen and one or were they fourteen and three. no fourteen and three fourteen so actually, and three. Yeah, so actually, but they, you know, but they, but they down to us the last two two games though, mate. You know what I mean? And yeah, he didn't right. have Hertz did. either. And That's true. Hertz blame. Garner, Garner Hertz, issue, wasn't it? Hertz has only lost one game this year against us. Who's that against? You know what I mean? Because we did, we give, we give, we give everybody the perfect game plan to beat them. 
and nobody attempted it. Doesn't make That's sense. Right. Doesn't make sense. Uh, I thought I thought the Giants would have had a good chance against them, and and they just because they they're built like us. You know what I mean? Just, you know, we're running quarterback, good running backs, run the ball. You know what I mean? But they just didn't do it. They just got away from it too early. And that was two a other catch up then. Screwed. Two other bits of news that we've got to cap. Uh, got to talk about one was Ron Rivera was awarded the salute to service um, award from the NFL as a whole. Um, I think there was a few people were in for it and he, he won that award. So congratulations to coach Rivera for what he does towards mm-hmm. the military and veteran community across the States. Um, you know, it's really, it's really a good thing to see. Yeah, it's a, it's a great award. You know, well, very respected award. Absolutely. As well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's, but, but, that, but that, that goes back to how good the man is, isn't it? No, as the man, as a person. Mm-hmm. You no, know, he's, he's he's elite. Do you know what I mean? Like he's such a such a good guy, but you know, does he put the same effort in for our team? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like I love I love you playing devil's advocate there. And the last thing we've probably got to talk about is it's fifth year option time for Chase Young, and the fifth year option price tags came out um, to pick them up this year, and I think the price tag is nearly eighteen million. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. But what do you think, get... That's what it I mean. Is a lot, it's a lot of money. And obviously, he's had the injuries. And you think, is he going to come back from that totally? Um, you know, I think the money could be spent better elsewhere. You know, football is all about opinions. I would probably look to trade him. Um, yeah, I think so. I think it's interesting, isn't it? Because who do you rather pay here? Do you pay Sweat or do you pay Chase Young? Because they're both going to want to get paid at pretty much the same time. And And that poses a real problem, doesn't it? It really does. And obviously Sweat played this season, Chase didn't. So if you just look at it as black and white like that, you've got to pay Sweat. And we're still... Deron Payne's going to want 20... The best ability is is availability. End of yeah. the day, simple as that. You can have the best. You could have the best defensive line in the in the world if they're not if they're not playing because they're injured all the time. It's useless. Do you know what I mean? So, um, so I, I'm I, I am even though I love Chase Young. I mean, I, I, what a rookie season. You know, you're thinking, yeah, this is the number two pick. This is what we're on about. This is what this is why we went for him rather than someone like Herbert. You know. This is this this is it legit, and then obviously he gets a really bad injury, and he's and he's still taking his time to come back. That's the risk you're taking now, because as you say, he could he could he could come back this year and be lights out. He could be 2020 version. He could be awesome, and we haven't picked up his fifth year option, and he's going to walk because we thought, fuck you, you didn't actually want me. You didn't pick, you didn't you didn't put your faith in me by 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 picking up my fifth year option. Same with Payne. Payne never yeah. got his fifth year option either. See what I mean? Because we didn't take and- it up. And now look at the situation oh, we're in. Look at him. Not, yeah, look at him. Yeah. Now he's like, hey, well, you know, I, yeah, you know what I mean? Disrespected me. Either going to pay me over the top or I'm leaving. Fuck yous. See what I mean? So it's, it's a love and respect thing as well, which is very difficult because at those numbers, it's difficult to be love and respect. You know what I mean? So it's it's a difficult one, that. With, with Payne, did he make more of an effort then because of it? You know, Well, he did. Look at he he did, had yeah. the best season of his career, didn't exactly. he? Exactly, yeah. So well, maybe Chase do exactly the same. <laughs> Maybe, and but I think that's what Ron we'll... said, didn't he? That's what Ron yeah, kind of did. said. Really Maybe motivates him to be better or be available or whatever it is. But 
I just say, if he has an unbelievable season, he's going to want 22 mil, 24 mil per year. You know, it's going to be insane cash. And we kind of, we won't be able to afford that next season. Well, funny enough, I had this conversation with Kyle um, on the Burgundy Zone two years ago, and we were talking about what's it going to be like when we get to this situation where we have to pay these first round picks. You know, we secured John Allen early, which was a great move. And you think, right, okay, we've secured John Allen. Perfect. Foundation cornerstone of that defence. But you were always going to have this problem when you're picking first round picks at every spot around there. And I mean, don't get me wrong. We've got, got we've had guys come in who could replace Deron Payne. You know, um, what was the guy who suplexed? Oh, <laughs> Ridgeway. Ridgeway. He came Ridgeway. in, you know, uh, was, was fantastic, did really well. And we've got, we've had situational edge rushers take over from... Sweat and um, Chase while they've been out, the likes of your Smith Williams and your uh, FA Obadas, you know, what I mean? who have done Two quite Hill. well. Two Hill, you know, he's still a he's still a really good player. So I tend to agree with you. I don't think we do pick that fifth year uh, fifth year option up. I think it's a lot of money, and I'd be very surprised if they do do that. But and it's a big but. Ron has said he doesn't expect us to go massive in free agency, and we could have probably potentially fifty million to play with. So. The money's there if they want to do that and they want to secure him. But we'll 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 see where it where it goes. So we'll move on then. We've had Alid on the pod already for quite a while. So thanks for being with us. We're just going to really take your story um, and and find out really why you became a Redskins Washington Football Team Commanders fan. How it all started, really, where it came from, and um, and what you're all about. So how did you get going with it then, Alid? Yeah, um, you've got to rewind to 1992. Um, we were going to Euro Disney on a family holiday. Uh, how old are you, Alid? How, how old are you? 41, I am. Shit, I thought you were like late 20s. Yeah. <laughs> I did not expect 92. I was like, oh, I tell you what, oh, I, 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 need, I need your skincare routine. I tell you what. <laughs> it's the Welsh <laughs> water, isn't it? It's the Welsh <laughs> water. Right, okay, That's it. With you. Yeah. yeah, so rewind to 1992. We were going to Euro Disney on a family holiday. My mother takes me to Matalan to buy some holiday t shirts. So we walk through the door, and in front of me are these Flintstones inspired NFL t shirts. And you have the Raiders, Dolphins, and Redskins. And automatically, I look at the burgundy and gold. That is my school colours. My primary school colours were burgundy and gold. So I'm drawn to that first and foremost. Then the logo. The best logo ever, you know, hands down. I'm like, that's the one I'm picking. Literally pick that up. Obviously wear it. And then obviously growing up, so anything American was just, wow, it's such a magical country growing up, you know, with so many, the, the movies, the cartoons, the games, you know. And um, I just sort of, like, fell in love with American, you know, uh, things. So when, when you saw, like, the shoulder pads, the helmets, it was like, wow, this American football is amazing. So that's how I picked the team. And then going forward, you know, um, playing the Super Nintendo, Madden, you know, uh, playing the Redskins on there, the PlayStation version. Um, and, you know, we all know what it was like, the, the coverage back in the day. So it was uh, for me on Teletext, CFAX, you know, waiting for the score to come up, waiting for our division, <laughs> then pause. Oh, yeah, Redskins won tonight. And then the one game a season, the Sky used to play. I used to be so proud to watch that one game a season. Yeah. And then 
that, that was me in, in, in the 90s. And then uh, I went to university in the early 2000s and I was more interested in women and beer, uh, which is Why a not? big difference now because I, I'm, a, I'm teetotal now. But um, <laughs> so I, I left that aspect. And then fast forward to 2012, I was like, I really want to get back into the NFL. You know, I've got my team, Redskins. I'm sure you'll be able to watch the games now. Google, what do I come across? NFL Game Pass. Bang, every every single game. And what a season to get back into it, isn't it? You know, that was where I pinned my colors yeah. to the mask. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't miss much before 2012, you know, in the, the early 2000s. So, um, yeah, that's me basically. And then, so for a good solid 10 years now, I've watched, you know, every game from afar. And um, yeah, really enjoyed, um, you know, learning and growing uh, as a fan. And so how do you define? Think, how, how do you define it? What was the what's the hardest thing of kind of of being a fan over here? You know, kind of uh, in the UK as such. And obviously, you, you live you still live in Wales, don't you? I'm in Wales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, hardest yeah. for me is you know, don't get me wrong. On a Sunday, you know, I love watching the game, but it's just on my own. You know, mm-hmm. I think that I I've been lucky enough. I I went to Orlando, uh, Florida, in 2010 with my friend. We 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 went out there. And I made sure that we went to a bar on a, on a Sunday and the bars, just amazing. All the different TVs, all the different groups of um, fans around. And they, I was just in amongst the Redskins uh, guys, you know, and um, that was a great experience. I'm also lucky enough on honeymoon, went to California and uh, watched a game in a bar there with me and my wife. So, you know, when you see have those experiences and you come home and it's a Sunday <laughs> evening, you're on your own. <laughs> You're yeah, like, know. Ah, you know, so the yeah, last you know, thing to be a fan is just watching it in my friend's room on my own. Yeah, <laughs> I'm there too. I'm there too, mate. We're, same, we're all same. there. We're all there. Five o'clock on a Sunday, it's like, right, we've had a Sunday dinner. Shut up for the next hour. I'm going to start watching it. I'm getting prepared. And then That's it's, it. yeah, but the wife's now oddly took on the Jags for some bizarre reason. She, I think it's just, just to piss you off that, mate. It is. She's bought a hat and everything, and it's just like, right, okay. Great. So fair play to her. She sat through the Jags playoff game and we sat and watched it together. So I thought, oh, this is, we're starting to get somewhere with this. But she was just like, I don't think I could sit in a stadium for this long. But what she doesn't know is I've probably got tickets for the Jags at Wembley. So I'll still sit in my Washington Commander's gear, but we'll uh, we'll, we'll probably end up there. What I was going to say then, Alid, was obviously nice. you've gone through the 90s and you've gone through the early <clears> 2000s. <throat> Have you been to FedEx before apart from the Jags game or was that your first time? That was my, yeah, that was my first game. Uh, Unbelievable. Watching it in, yeah, br- brilliant experience and brilliant to be with you guys as well. You know, it, it was a case of I always wanted to go and watch a game and I earmarked it for my 40th birthday. Oh, um, wow. But I couldn't go because there were no flights because we were, you know, it was the COVID back, back uh-huh. and forth. So that was that. And I thought, oh, maybe I'll go my 50th, but carpet DM and all that. I thought, no, I can't wait. And then <laughs> it was second of the second, 22 last year when the name was released. I was like, what a what a good experience would it be to go to the first games, the commanders, you know, just to yeah. be a part of it, to be one of, I don't know what, what the what what are we, 60, 70,000 in the stadium, you know, mm-hmm. um, to be one of those, you know, like a special moment. So um it wasn't um I wasn't able to go. My wife, you know, I got young kids. They were going to school. So she she gave me the blessing to go on my own. But then I hooked up with you guys. So, um, and what a, de- and what a yeah, time, good, man. man. Honestly, it was great. I mean, you eventually got here, obviously. But yeah, it was, you had a bad uh, time, didn't you? You had, you had a, bad a bad time, time. getting there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Planes and uh, 
You missed it. You missed the tour and everything, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and Which... um, yeah. So uh, I I went to see the game in London against the uh, Bengals. So I did see them as the the Redskins. So that was great. And the year before was my first NFL game. It was the Jags, maybe Dolphins or Saints. I can't think now. Twenty fifteen. But when, when I mentioned 2013, I was on honeymoon, just to quickly go off on a tangent. I was in, I started off in California, San Francisco, and it was the last season in Candlestick Park. Wow. I, I know it was my honeymoon, but I did, you know, half in my head, the, you know, the, the little devil on my shoulder, go on, go to the game. <laughs> and the good devil was going, no, no, you're on your honeymoon. And I was like, no, nah, I wanted my first game to be the Redskins. And I'm thought, well, fast forward two years, I did, and I couldn't wait, and I went to see the Jags. But, um, that would have been cool going to like a historic ground like Candlestick Park, you know, as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That'd have been awesome. Nice, so have you got a favorite um all-time game then that you want to go back to? Or you think, do you know what? If I could ever watch that game again, I'd I'd watch it all, all the time. Yeah, I think for for me, that, that first season that I was watching the games regularly, 2012, you know, RG3, you think, oh wow, this this is it. And you know, the, the the one play that season sticks out is his 76-yard run against the Vikings. That Vikings you know, play, yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, wow, you know, you can just watch that. And I sometimes just, you know, Google plays like that just to, just to, just to watch it, you know. Um, yeah, um, yeah, that, it, a lot of games that season. Randomly as well, uh, I'm not a big uh, better, but I put... Fifty pound on the Redskins get into the playoffs. Um, what they had to win the last seven or eight in the road, didn't they, to get That's there? Right, yeah. <laughs> on the trot, they couldn't couldn't lose one. So, um, yeah. But that, that, how much you get for that game then? in that 2012? Yeah. How much better the odds were good then to win like seven straight to get in? Um, so I placed a bet fifty pound at the start of the season. Oh, right, okay. So I, I was locked in on my odds, and I came yeah, out yeah. to there uh, three hundred pound. Nice. That's all right. That's a good. Um, that's a good imagine, weekend. Imagine what it would have been if he did it like oh, midway through exactly, the season. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like yeah. hundred to one probably to yeah. get us into the playoffs at that yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. You'd be paying. You'd be playing the flights next season. That's for <laughs> yeah. sure. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, if you've got an all-time favorite player, then that you that you look at and think, yeah, that, that's my guy. I'd all, I'll always like him. Is it? Is it RG three? Not well. For for me, obviously coming from Wales, big into my rugby. It was the running backs, you know. They reminded me so much of the number eights in rugby, breaking the line. Um, so my first jersey in the mid to late nineties was Terry Allen, very solid okay. running back. Mm-hmm. Terry Allen, uh, obviously started off in the Vikings, and then came came to us. And had, um, I think his first season was, if I remember right, over a thousand yards. Anyway, so it, Terry Allen, and then that two thousand twelve season with the theme of a running back was Alfred Morris. What a nice guy as well, you know. He seemed like such a down-to-earth uh, young man. So it was Alfred Morris there. And you might laugh at me, but even um, a couple of years ago when we had uh, Samanje P. Ryan, who's obviously in the Bengals. You know, he's got a job at the Bengals. But he's doing he well at the Bengals. He's doing well. Uh, he's you nice. know, I, and you can imagine me. Nice I, I get too. caught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get caught up in it. And I bought his jersey. You know, those <laughs> north to south downhill running backs just excite me, you know. So I think, you know, any other like, running backs. How about like, L- I know he didn't play for us, but like, how about LT, you know, Ladanian Tomlinson? Oh, 
class. Guys like him, do you know much yeah. about him at all? Like, the, oh, like no, no, no. Okay. To, to be yeah, because he's, he's, like, he's a true. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? yeah. That, that type of running back, you probably love watching them. And yeah, I'm not great on other teams. You know, it was always you know uh, uh, watching the Redskins, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, I'd probably say that the players have caught my eye, but it's the the running back position that you know I absolutely love. Cool, sweet. And obviously we've got Brian Robinson now. You know, who's um, We've had a great season, you know, such a, a sad thing to happen pre-season and, you know, he, he did ever so well. So, yeah, hopefully that he'll have good. A, another good season. That hard, he, he, he can, even Iron can't beat him up. <laughs> That's it, exactly. Exactly right, Scouts. How hard he is, yeah, yeah. What about you? Have you got a player at the moment that you're massively into on the current squad? I know you've got your Dotson jersey yeah, there. You well. mentioned yeah. Robinson as well. yeah. yeah. Yeah, def, definitely Robson. But yeah, I got I got the Dotson jersey. I thought um, when I came to um, DC, I was annoyed that we couldn't get to the club shop before the game. I really wanted to buy my merch then. So I ended up going to a sport shop and uh, I picked up the Dotson jersey. You know, number one, first overall pick with the commanders. I thought it was quite a nice little touch. And he, again, he's such a likeable, dependable player. You know, Mr. Safe Hands, I call him. You know, he's I think you know, he was one or two sort of drop passes, but very rarely he sort of lets you down. So, yeah, I do like Dotson in this current... Um... I mean, think think how good he's going to be in the next couple of years, man. He is going to be supreme. He is uh, going to be brilliant. He's, he's, he's going to be up there with Terriers in like a true top 10 wide receiver in the NFL next couple I of years, 100%. Couldn't agree, couldn't agree more with with you there. Well, yeah, uh, thanks, Alid, for that. Thanks for giving us your mm. story. We really appreciate you coming on and telling us how it is, you know, for a Welshman and how he gets into the uh, into the NFL. Is there any other sports that you're into? You mentioned rugby there. I know, obviously, massive in Wales. I'm a massive rugby union fan myself. So is that your other game, is it then? Um, international rugby, love Wales. Obviously, right. love the international rugby. And obviously, the Six Nations are on now, so very exciting. Yeah. Not not really a big fan of club rugby. It was just international for me. But I do like um, Swansea City in the football. Obviously, I, I, I grew up near there, so that, that's my team. So, um, yeah. And obviously, the Wales football, they, they've done ever so well the yeah, last couple well. of years. So, um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't really, you know, follow them until they really got good, really. And then I started watching them. But, um, yeah. So, yeah. and also, the... Uh, uh, I picked up um, ice hockey wow. uh, the last couple of years. So we oh, got okay. Cardiff Devils in Cardiff in the British League, you know. And um, yeah, really, uh, it's a really good night out, you know. Really good night out. Um, yeah, I've yeah. been to I've been to the Mumbles. I've been to the Vetch. I've been to live uh, to the Liberty Stadium as well. I've been to both of your grounds yeah, watching yeah. Uh, watching my shit team. Anyway, but there you go. <laughs> and I've but, yeah. and I've and I've been there to um, a Capitals game. As well, ice hockey. I like wow. ice hockey. Well. Have you? So, oh. yeah, that was that. That was cool. That was it's cool. good, isn't it? It's good. Watch uh, a Vetchkin score. Oh. One yeah, of that's one of the yeah, best ever. Definitely, definitely, that's awesome. Awesome play. Well, we'll move, thanks, Alan, again, and we'll move on then and stick with us. Please stay yeah. on. Oh, no, thank you both again show. for asking me. Yeah, thanks. Not, not at all, honestly. Mm. And we'll move on to my favourite segment of the week. Obviously, <laughs> everyone knows which this segment it's all is. Me. It's hotter than the hottest day in July in Lanzarote when you're sitting on your sunbed, lounging around, sweat pouring off you. It is indeed Scouse's Sizzle. Scouse's Sizzle. Well, 
Well, what do you think? What do you think it's going to be this week? You can guess it. I'm going to go either scripts or I'm going to go media bashing, local media. I don't know. Go on, enlighten us, Scouts. Enlighten us. Well, for, for it's me, not... it's, it's it's actually it's actually the the fans on this offensive coordinator thing that's going on at the moment. You know, these just just chill, just relax. We'll find out next week. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's been going on. Oh, we need we need a, we need our guy now. Look at what these this team's doing. Look what that team's doing. They're hiring these guys. I'm like, well, just relax, boys. Just relax. We're gonna find. We're definitely gonna have one by this time next week. I'll, I'll put I'll put my I'll put my like my life on it. We'll have we'll have another OC by by this time next week. So so just stop worrying. But like, it does piss me off though when you do you start reading this stuff. Half it's recycled shite, but but it's just annoying when you read it. You go. Like, do you really think the enemy's gonna come here? No, he's not gonna come here. Stop saying. Well, 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 if if he does, no, he's not coming here. Just just leave it at that. He's not coming. Trust me, he's not coming. Arizona head coaching job still open. I reckon, and they're waiting to after the Super Bowl for their for they hire someone. It's gonna be him. So forget about him coming to us. Trust me, he ain't coming. Stop talking about it. Just chill. And let's see what we get next week, and then we can talk in more detail. But these fans, man, doing my Sweden. Who have you got them for the uh, OC then, Scouse? Me. Um, yeah. <laughs> an unpopular opinion, probably. And it'll be, I just think it's Ron's going to pick one of his mates again. So I think he's going to pick Pat Shermer. That's what I think. What Alex, do you think? Any, any news? Well, well I, I was just going to say, I, I'm not hot on uh, on who's out there etc but I just wanted to rewind and say I was annoyed with all the young coaches that left you know one by one I felt like and Scouse probably know about this the, like uh, the Liverpool boot room where they had mm. all the young coaches and there was progression yeah. and I felt we had maybe something like that bubbling under the surface so um, you know I, I just more mourning the, the the loss the of loss that of talent players, you know? yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think that, I mean that that's I mean that's ultra painful. I mean, you, you look at the guys who've come through come through Washington yeah. before they became head coach. You know, some top level some top level guys, but none of the, none of these guys wanted to stay. That's the yeah. only problem. The only one that we kind of shafted really was um, uh, we, we really McVay. shafted really was was McVeigh because they kept they kept um, Jay Gruden instead. When yeah. it was McVeigh got offered a head coaching job, he, Gruden was still our, our manager or our head coach. So, and obviously he's a, he's a yes man, and he, licked, yeah. he basically licked fucking Dan's balls. That's basically what he did. So that's the reason. That's the reason why he kept this job for so long. Because let's face it, he wasn't good enough. So, so you lost McVay, you lose you lose Kyle as well because, but that's because Dan fucked over his dad. That's the reason why we lost. We didn't get um, Kyle didn't stay. Didn't want to stick around. And the last guy we shafted was was Ron shafted McDaniel. So, um, you know, even Kevin O'Connell as well. Oh, Connell, O'Connell. Oh, sorry, not Connell. So we had McDaniel, um, O'Connell, Lafleur. We had McDaniel as well, didn't we? we? Had, and yeah, we've had we've had quite a few there. Yeah. So we shafted what we shafted him. We shafted him because he left him and, and hired Scott Turner with zero experience as a play caller. And you can tell he's got no experience as a play caller. And he's three years on, and I think he's got worse than actually when he first got here. So yeah, I mean, best of luck in New Orleans, anyway. <laughs> Who's that? Is that that's- uh, Scott Scott Turner, or did he go to the oh, Vegas? Oh no, he's from Ve- he he Vegas. Was, yeah, it, was Vegas. it Vegas? Yeah. I thought he was New yeah. Orleans. I thought he went to. But, yeah, okay. I, I, either I, way, I, either yeah. way, he's still a joke, and he won't last long there either. So, 
So we're on Thursday. We're quite close. It's a few days away from the greatest show on turf. It's Super Bowl 57. I'm going to have to preview it and have a look at it. It is the Philadelphia Eagles versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, any thoughts on this game then, gents? I'll start with you, Scouse. Any thoughts on the game? What? Or are you not well, interested I just, in I it at think, all? I mean, I've got me. I'm always interested in Super Bowl. Whoever's in it, but because um, obviously I'm just jealous that we're not in it. Um, but when you when you look at this, I just think that this was fixed. I I, I genuinely believe that this was actually fixed. These two guys, these two teams, get into the Super Bowl. How you can't just go off? Oh, yeah, well, you know, referees give dodgy play, dodgy decisions. No, the crunch, the crunch times. You know what I mean? Like the semi final with the the Bengals, and the, and the, and the, what was that holding about for, for Mahomes was able to run down the line, no problem. It's so blatantly obvious. It wasn't like, oh, all every offensive lineman holds. Yeah, they do, but that was ridiculous. Do you know what I mean? No, no call. And this is this is what pisses me off. I think they wanted the narrative. I think they wanted narrative. They wanted Mahomes in there. I think they wanted. I think they wanted two kind of black QBs at the starting in the Super Bowl. I think that was one of the big things. Um, and I mean, don't get me wrong, Philadelphia. By far, we, we said it years ago. By far, the best overall team of players in every position. They are. They've got depth everywhere. They're such a well constructed squad. So they always had a chance. But when you're looking at it. You're just thinking it's, it was fixing to get it was it was definitely fixed uh, for the Chiefs to get there for sure. Um, and I, but I actually want the Chiefs to win. And even though we've got problems with you know the, the Chiefs being the tomahawk chop and all those things, and yet we lose our name, but they, but they can keep all our Indian heritage. You know, again, always that always like kind of stands in the back every time I watch the Chiefs play because they're a very good side. And you think, oh, you know, my partner Holmes is a great quarterback, and then. And you look at this, and you look at this the stand and all doing the tomahawk chop, or you know, all, all in war paint, and and it's just like, wait a minute, you know, we got dicked. I know technically you could say, well, our, our name had the word skin in the name, and that's the reason why they made us move it. But why? What, what about the emblem? What about the emblem? How come we changed that? See what I mean? So um, we got forced, and, and it's out of order. So I don't like the Chiefs because of that, really. Even though I can, I can understand the. They're actual, like, you know, how good they are as a team. Yeah, but I don't like what any of these teams. But I'm never going to, never going to be um, supporting in-division teams. No chance. So, for me, it's the Chiefs <laughs> all day. Fuck yep. the Eagles. Let's get, <laughs> let's get I it. Agree. I, I, I want Mahomes to give them a smoking. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, Mahomes has been injured, obviously, with that high ankle sprain. We talked about it um, last week. We talked about it. The week before, as well, when it came out, he looks like he's back into his, his normal self. According to, you know, this week they're saying practice has gone really well, no issues at all. It looks like he is back to himself. I don't think he'll be still as mobile as he has been. But also, you've got to remember, Jalen Hurts is dinged up as well with a shoulder injury, so he's not fully healthy completely either after coming back from that. I just think the Philadelphia Eagles have had a really easy ride to get to the Super Bowl. And I know that sounds quite daft, but you know, you, you you're well, going against the you're going against the Giants, and then after that, the 49ers put up no offense at all because they had no quarterback. They had nothing. As soon as Purdy got injured, you knew the outcome of that re- that result pretty much uh, immediately. There was no way Josh Johnson was going to come in and lead them to the promised land. I mean. You know, it got he to the lasted stage about where, six snaps, didn't he? Well, it got to the stage <laughs> where he was like, 
you know, he mocked up the game himself. Yeah, he nearly got concussion. You think it yourself? He did. Yeah. Well, is is Christian McCaffrey going to start throwing passes in a minute? I, I just yeah, easy ride through to the Super Bowl, and for me, Hart says obviously yeah, Kansas City Chiefs all the way, but I actually think Philly are going to win it. I nah, really I do. I don't, I don't. I don't know why. I just. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think, sure. Howard? I, th- I think it's going to be a close game. You know, yeah. Mahomes, he's a magician, isn't he? You know, he he can uh, he can probably play in one leg, but, uh, but I think that Eagles. I think it's going to be. It's not going to be a low scoring game. I think it's going to be close. I, I I'm going for 37, 34 Eagles. That's a big high scoring game, and weirdly, I know. We're not big into the betting side of it, but it's a, a one and a half. I think the Eagles are one and a half point favourites going yeah. in going into this. So it's really, really tight. It was even a pick'em game two days ago. Um, I think the lines just shifted slightly towards the Eagles, but seventy five percent of the money is on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. So be quite yeah, interesting. If you're I don't, a, I don't if you're, show up on here, it's my mobile phone. Basically, no, I've got exactly, matter. I've got exactly the same as what you said. Thirty-seven, thirty-four to Eagles. Wow. But, but I, but I want the Chiefs to win. If that makes sense. I'd rather lose my bet. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, I've got exactly the same as them. I think. It'd be so, Scouse, you're you're picking the Chiefs. Alid, who are you picking? Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. I'm picking the Eagles as well, but I, I'd like the Chiefs to win, obviously. But there you go. Well, that, top Pat Mahomes. <laughs> that about wraps us up then, gents, for the week. Thanks again, um, Ali, for being on. We really appreciate you being on and taking the opportunity when we reached out to you to say, come on the show. It was always in our plan because you support us quite heavily on Twitter. You're always in our mentions. It was great to meet you, you know, um, it, it, in September at the uh, Jags game. We will be doing a draft party. It's. Uh, I don't think it's going to be an invitation thing. Um, from what I'm led to believe, the same studio bar that they had with Sky Sports for the playoffs for the, the Jags game, that's in Manchester. Have we, have we definitely booked that? Don't need to book it, mate. You just turn up. They, they've got oh, space yeah. for they've got space. Like one in the afternoon to get there. Yeah, they've got space for 400 in there. Oh, okay, fair enough. Well, yeah, thanks, so, lads, um, for inviting me on again. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed, like I said, listening to. You guys uh every week and it's great to hear the british voice isn't it you know you relate a bit bit more i love all the american podcasts i listen to them as well but it is nice to hear the british voice you know uh nfl with a british accent so so to speak yeah <laughs> yes it well we try our best i mean it's not been going long but we're we've enjoying it the numbers are, are creeping up which is great we really really do appreciate the follows and people who subscribe so if you want to subscribe or follow us on twitter or you have any pointers or tips or you want us to mention anything um, questions yeah or questions questions, send them in to twitter it all comes out after the after the uh, pod stopped rolling there's a 30 second bit at the end so if you stick around and listen to that that'd be great ali do you just want to plug your social media handle on twitter just in case people want to follow you as well yeah on twitter i'm at uk underscore commanders perfect All right, well, that just about wraps us up. Thanks, as always, Scouse, for being on here with me for this hour. I love chopping up with you every Thursday. It gets me away from uh, family and it takes me out of my uh, my work routine. So I really appreciate you being on here with me, buddy. So uh, until next week, thanks again, everyone, and uh, we'll see you soon. Bye. (laughs)
Thank you for listening to the One Point Safety Show. You can find us on all major podcast apps, Apple, Spotify, and Google. Please subscribe to the podcast, and if you'd be kind enough, please leave us a five-star review. You can find us both on Twitter, at ScouseAmdy20 and at ScottyH84. We hope you can join us again for another episode of the One Point Safety Show. Thanks, everybody.